0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005.
1: Welcome back to Trot's Life and we've had a number of guests on similar to Jeff, Jeff Cakebread over the journey. We had Brian Johnston a few weeks ago tell some classic tales from back in the day and Funnily enough, uh, doing my preparation, I found a race that uh, Jeff beat one of Brian's horses in at Moonee Valley many, many years ago, and uh, Jeff's about to join us. I think we're going to go back a little ways here and, and find out the journey of uh, Jeff Cakebread, who does have a horse in over the line at uh, Bendigo, but uh, first and foremost, Jeff, how are you and whereabouts do we find you today?
0: Um, yeah, I'm good, thanks, Toby. Um, you find me in Barham now. We've been um, living in Barham for about the last six years. Um, shifted up from Bendigo and, um, yeah, a bit of a different way of life up here, mate, a lot quieter.
1: I always had you pegged for, uh, Elmore. Were you at Elmore for a long time? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. um, we were at Elmore for, 20 uh, odd years. Um, I think we shifted up there in about 1977, 78 or something. And, um, yeah, there for about 24, 25 years.
1: Did you grow up in harness racing as a kid and was it your dad or your granddad or was it old, old mate next door or who got you involved in harness
0: um, racing? Yeah, a bit of both, Toby. Um, my grandfather, he, um, he he trained a couple of horses, um, but he was uh, he was also um, at one stage Australian Rodeo champion. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and his brother and that supplied all the Rodeo horses, well, virtually for Australia, I think. Um, dad wasn't that interested in, he um, always owned one or two, but, um, and then, oh, we had a bit of a farm in Mornington, we, I was born in Mornington, we had a bit of a farm down there, and oh, one of the neighbours had a trotter and worked it on the farm, so, yeah, and well, I had a pony and that was, as a kid and that, and um, yeah, always always loved the horses, so, that's um, that's how I got involved, mainly yeah, through the grandfather and um, this other guy that was working a horse on the farm.
1: Now, well, okay. Kick off into the '70s, mate, and I, I found something somewhere which you referred to a trip in 1975 to Perth with the late Gavin Lang, and uh, tell us a little bit about that trip. And I can only imagine you would have only been what, 20 or 19 or something, and Gav would have been pretty much about the same age at oh, It would have been a fun old trip, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think um, I was 21, I think, Toby, um, and I'd just been married, um, just got married. And um, Gav Gav was about three years younger than me. I think I think he was um, he was about eighteen. I, mean, yeah, I reckon he was seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. And um, but uh, Gav sort of that was um, I think that was the first um, um, juniors junior drivers championship that they had. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like Gav, he got their on ability, but I, I was lucky like, enough to be driving a good horse at that time. Um, Dylan Teas and me sort of. Oh, well, he sort of steered himself, so he made me look good. So I, was, I think I was a bit lucky to sort of get on that trip. But um, I didn't really want to go because, oh, I hate airplanes. And um, I remember the wife come with me and we hadn't been married that long. And I think I laid on the back seats on the plane. And and wife, Lee, um, her and Gav played cards all the way over and all the way back, I think. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, no, that was, well, she's going back a fair way now, though. Yeah.
1: Um. Gav, Gav probably got 100 out of her on the flight too, playing cards.
0: <laughs> oh, well, yes, he was, um, yeah, yeah, he was sort of, he knew what he was doing even back then, Gav. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he knocked me over too on the first turn that put me out of the race too, Gav, he did. <laughs> but, no, that was um, that was a good trip.
1: So you were driving then at 21 and, what, were you working for a trainer or were they all your own horses or what was the go there?
0: Yeah, um I no, I never sort of really worked for a trainer. Um sorta of picked it up myself. Back then we we're sorta of mainly in the Gallopers, Tady. Um okay. did a lot of pre training and that for oh, you might know him Theo Howe. Um but back then he was um oh he was sorta of king of the jumpers and he had a oh big stable of jumpers and oh some handy flat horses. Um yeah, he used to work them, used to love love working the Gallopers and um, oh he trained for some Oh big um, big owners, like Sir Henry Baldy he was the Premier of Victoria and um the chairman of the VRC and all that, they um he had some huge owners and uh, they um they'd always come down to the oh, about every second Sunday uh, every second Friday, sorry, and uh, go, go for a can of lunch then come out to my place. And I was only nineteen or twenty at the stage that's that stage and I'd have a care lunch and have a few drinks and come out to my place. And um, they were certainly different people after they'd had a few drinks, I can tell you that. But, um, you yeah, know, different altogether what you saw in the media and that. But um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a bit overwhelming when you'd have um, the premiers and um, CEOs of um, Racing Victoria on that. But, um, yeah, I love the Gallopers.
1: So yeah, so what got, what was the connection to the harness then? Who like who were you driving horses for to be in a junior drivers championship? You're obviously getting a few winners at the time.
0: Yeah, we um me and my dad bought um Dylan Tishan at the year on sales. Um I think I was only about oh, I would have been maybe sixteen then. And um yeah, by the time um I did that um trip with Gav, well, Dylan Tishan had won a few races and uh, yeah, he sort of made me look good, and um, yeah, that's that's where I sort of got. He was the first horse we had, Dylan and Tisha, and um, yeah. yeah, he was a, well, he was he was a good horse, and um, I sort of thought, oh, this is easy, the trots are easy, so um, <laughs> went with the trots, and um, yeah, found out not not long after that, it's pretty hard
1: caper. <laughs> it is a pretty hard caper, but geez, you had a couple of good horses. Uh, I'll go through a few of them. Kunara Dale, right? At twenty three starts, and that was it. He won-, yep. he won a Gunbauer Cup and a Bort Cup in those 23 starts, and his last start was in a Yarra Valley Cup, but he didn't race till he was seven years of age. Tell us a bit about Canara Dale. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Max Wishart had him, um, and I saw him. Oh, he ran in a restricted, I think it was a restricted meeting at Elmore. Yeah. When he was, it uh, could have been three-year-old or four-year-old, um, and he bowed both tendons, and um, I said to I said to Max oh, a couple of years later, I said, Whatever happened to that horse? And he said, Oh, he's just out in the paddock and um I think a couple of other trainers might have had him tried to get him right but um yeah, he kept going sore and I said, Oh, you wanna I'd would would they be interested in leasing him to me and um yeah, end up leasing him. I think I got him I think he was a seven year old when I got him. Yeah. And um yeah, I he was a he was a he was a good horse, Canaro Dale. Um, great trying horse. Um yeah, I think I don't have any races he won. Um, but he, um, yeah, he had two bow tendons, and we did a lot of swimming with him. But um, I think if he had have um, if he had have had good legs, he yeah, he could have he could have been a real top horse.
1: Lord Abbey was another horse. He won three at Mooney Valley, I think, from memory. At uh, yeah, won a, as a three year old at Charlton, and. On the twenty third of April eighty uh, eight, you won at Mooney Valley and you beat Graham Johansson home on one, which would have been it would have been uh it would have got mentioned during the week at Elmore, I'd imagine.
0: Yeah, um well Graham wasn't <laughs> Elmore then. Um oh, he, wasn't... He, he was over at Sebastian. No, oh, he was at okay. Sebastian then.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. Um but um yeah, Lord Abbey he was a yeah, he was a pretty fair horse, Lord Abbey had a he was very fast out the gate. I think he was one of the fastest um mobile horses. Oh well, of at of that time, you know, and um, yeah, he, he, yeah, in the right race you could. Um, he was a good horse. Yeah, he, he, if he drew the front, he could lead, you know. And if there was a better horse in it, you'd he, let him go and sit behind him. He, he, he was a little bit weak, but um, yeah, he had great speed out of the gate, which um, which helped him a lot.
1: Do Do you remember a horse called Lake Brewster, who was by uh, Best of Fella? You mightn't. He Lake was... Brewster, yeah. Nah. Teddy Demler had him, uh, he was owned by my father. He won, Oh, yeah. He was by Best of Feller. Yeah, yeah name rings a bell. Yeah, he was by Best of Feller. He was a black stallion, beautiful black stallion. And there was another horse by Best of Feller who was a beautiful black stallion as well, Elmore Feller, who you trained to yeah. 18 wins. He won the Owen Cup, Bort Cup, St. Arnold Cup. And I know there's something you're going to tell me about this horse because he was just a jet from a certain circumstance.
0: Yeah, he um he was a good standing start horse, Brady. Um he yeah, he was as good a standing start horse as um Lord Abbey was a mobile horse, you yeah, know. Yeah. And um yeah, no, he he yeah, he um horses like him and Lord Abbey, Kanoa Dale you, you know, they were they were real good horses because if they drew good and in the right field you could have a you'd have a bet, you know, and um they they would they just never let you down. Um yeah, they, they were just, just so reliable and um, yeah, good horses.
1: The, the, the Bort Cup, you pinched it twice, once with Canara Dale and once with Elmore Fowler. Was that a special race to you or was it just one of those coincidences that you just happened to pinch it a couple of times?
0: Um, yeah, no, just, yeah, they, yeah, we used to like going to Bort. Um, there was good people at Bort and um, and it was it's not far from Elmore and because um, we were at Elmore at that time. Um, yeah, but, yeah, they were good races and, um, yeah, just loved any race is good to win, but you win a cup race, and um, especially when you're not far from home. It's, uh, yeah, there's something about that, yeah, for
1: sure. So all this time through the 70s, 80s and 90s, you know, Canara Dale won, what, nine and Lord Abbey won 15 and Elmore Fella won 18, all at better than sort of 30% strike rates, which is pretty amazing. You had a few others come and go, but you didn't really keep going with harness racing. did you? Did you take a turn of events somewhere in the 90s there?
0: Um, yeah, Toby, we, oh, we had a, we were working eight or 10 horses, 12 horses or something at the time, and, oh, we had a, I think we were training for about three or four bookmakers, and, <laughs> um, there was a bit of pressure on when, <laughs> when things were going good, everything was right, but, oh, we went through a bit of a period there where, you know, horses weren't going quite as good, or oh, they weren't good enough, and, um, oh, I said to the wife, I said, I might just have a bit of a break from this, so we, um, we sort of didn't get right out of them. Always had, I've always had one or two horses, but um, we saw it, sold the place at Elmore and went to Bendigo for 20-odd mm-hmm. years and, yeah, bought a couple of other businesses. And, um, yeah, they were good. Yeah, really enjoyed that. And uh, always kept a horse or two and broke a few in for Cory and Dave Van Ryn and a couple of other trainers. Yeah. and um, But, um, yeah, um didn't sort of race many. Might have raced one or two. And then we shifted up to Barham and, yeah, sort of got a couple again now. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, last winner was a couple of years ago, Ideal Velocity. So it, it seemed to be going well and just vanished. So I, I assume yeah. something went wrong
0: yeah. there. Yeah, she, um, she had a bit of ability. I um, hmm. had about eight or nine starts or whatever. And she won a couple on about six placings. And, um, yeah, went sore. Um so we're breeding from her, Toby. Um, got a yearling colt, uh, yearling gelding now um, by Vincent, rising two year old. Um, yeah, real good pacer and real good type of horse, so we can only hope a bit there. And um, and she's got a weanling on her, or oh, just taken the foal off her by Ultimate Machete. Um, so, and she's a pretty well bred mare, American ideal mare. But um, yeah, she did have a bit of ability, but unfortunately, when I miss and um, yeah, just breeding from her
1: Bre- breeding wasn't something all those good horses you had they never seemed to have been bred by the family or by yourself, so is that something new the breeding over the last few years
0: um we did breed a bit earlier on we um but mainly just buying them at the at the um at the sales Toby, now, well, yep. I have been for a good while um we bred a oh, a bit of fairly handy horse there Oh, is might be before you before your time of it, Toby um, Bretmore out of one of our mares and um yeah, he won quite a few races. Uh, he was a good horse but he was a bit mad but um Ginger Gleason ended up with him. He,
1: that's right. He yeah. him,
0: but um yeah yeah I think he he would have won, I don't know, maybe out of ten races or something. But yeah, not not really into the breeding.
1: Now tell us a bit about Over the line as it's first start at Bendigo race one, number two. Uh, trial ran third in a trial at Maryborough, which on paper they only ran home in two six, but fifty nine two twenty eight four. I haven't watched the trial, but sometimes they can trial okay and not really appear. So we we got high hopes for uh, over the line, or are you just having a look t- at, at this stage at Bendigo? Um, yeah,
0: she was. She only just went at Maryborough, but she oh, she didn't need a um, run badly, um, but. A couple of times she's worked at home, she sort of works like Andy Orse. Um, but she's got to take that to the races. Um, but, yeah, and I think tomorrow night there's a there's a few in it that go all right, I think. But, um, yeah, I, I think um, after a run or two, yeah, she could be... She, yes, yeah, as I say, a couple of times she has worked like Andy Orse, So, But, yeah, probably as long as she gets around tomorrow, does everything right and, and goes okay, that'll be good tomorrow night.
1: Johnny Cowdo in the cart, mates. So like you have known since he was probably only a boy, I'd imagine, and you had a lot of success with him teaming up. And I always thought Johnny was a great stand start driver. It might have been uh, it might have been Elmore Feller that taught him how to be a great stand start driver.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that, Toby. No, he um, he, he always was a good um, good driver to get him away from a stand, John. Um, even oh, I think we we're over at the trials at Colabrum one day and Graham Johansson was there, he had a trotter and oh, he was a bugger of horse, a horse to Gallop at the start and he put um John on him at the at the trials and the horse went away like a rocket. I can't remember the name of the horse. But yeah yeah. And I think John I think John drove him a fair bit after that and Graham said he he's as good as anybody I've ever seen that can get a horse away from a stand and start and you know, he just got that bit of a knack with him at the stand and um you know, I've been friends with John for oh gee, totally. I don't know. Went to his <laughs> wedding. I think that was in nineteen ninety. So yeah, what's that? Yeah, thirty odd years he's been driving for me. So yeah, no, it's been a good, good friendship, and uh, yeah, had a fair bit of ex- success with him.
1: And what do you do with yourself away from the trotters now, up at Barham? You playing bowls, or is that just Carol that plays bowls, or, or what? What do you do <laughs> with your time?
0: No, I don't play bowls. Cody, I, I couldn't Careful. put up with all the wind you, mate. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, no, I'm still working. I, actually, I um, look after the bowling greens up here at Barham. Um, been doing that for a few... Oh, well, not long after I shifted up here, they asked me to do it. Yeah, okay. And, um, yeah, I've never done anything like that before in my life, but, um, yeah, no, I enjoy it. So, um, yeah, doing that and... I um, was oh, jogging a couple of horses up for Damien Wilson and Laura Crossland. Oh,
1: yeah?
0: And, um, yeah, doing a couple of our own, so... Yeah, no, still doing a bit, Toby.
1: Very good, Jeff, mate. Uh, thanks for coming on. Been great to hear a few stories, and yeah, wouldn't have been, wouldn't have minded going on that trip with you and Gav back in the day to Perth. I reckon it would have been an absolute belter.
0: Yeah, oh, it was pretty quiet though back then. Oh, I didn't drink now, much then. Now, like, now, things, now. Have, <laughs> things have changed a bit, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I um, had oh, good memories with Gav. Yeah, you know, he was no doubt he was one of the best for sure.
1: 100%. Jeff, best of luck with Over the Line and all your runners uh, in the future and those few foals out of Ideal Velocity as well. Great to have you on and learn a bit about your name. Some wouldn't really recognise, but uh, someone like me has got fond memories of watching some of your horses go around in the past like an Elmore fella. So great to catch up and learn a bit about you. And, uh, yeah, best of luck in everything going forward.
0: No worries, Toby. appreciate that. Thanks a lot.
1: No worries.